Welcome to Not the Only One, a St. Matthew podcast for teens on an open, vulnerable, and Catholic journey. Each week, we'll tackle a new topic and do our best to answer those questions you thought you were the only one that wondered about. While we walk together, let us keep our hearts focused on the one, Jesus Christ, who is with us always. All right, you guys, welcome to another week of Not the Only One. This week is incredibly special because we have Isabella Gonzalez joining us. Isabella, how are you? I'm good. This is so exciting. You are officially the first teen to be a guest on the podcast, so congrats. Thank you. Such an honor. It's <laughs> awesome. So for those of you who have not met Isabella yet, she is a senior at Cuthbertson High School, a uh, parishioner here at St. Matt's, and a Life Teen member. And I think I met you two years ago I want to say through Steubenville I feel like it was during the summer when we had like Steubenville and so. camp and that so was many such things a good year on. what a fun year to go to Steubenville and all it that. was it was oh. an awesome summer that was it great. really was so hopefully more good stuff to come <laughs> soon right but for sure um you have just really stood out to us as such a like just such a mature teen and on fire for your faith and so oh, thank you yeah I'm excited for people <laughs> to get to meet you today and to hear a bit of your testimony Woo-hoo. so what else what else can we know about you Isabella what's like a fun fact or something else about you well, like you said, I'm a senior at Cuthbertson High School. I am the oldest of three siblings, which is always very fun. You know, it's never <laughs> quite at my house. For and sure. anytime you leave, you know, you get the interrogation, where are you going? What time are you going to be back? <laughs> by my siblings. So I, I wouldn't give it up for I the I was world. like, that sounds normal. That's fine. But okay, <laughs> but I get it no, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to college this, this fall at Johnson & Wales. And I'm so stoked for that because I found out this month that I'm actually going to have the opportunity to play volleyball for them. So yeah. I know. That's so exciting. I'm really excited. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Well, congratulations. And you've earned it. Thank that's you. That's awesome. Thank you. So before we get into your testimony and our topic today, what has your God moment been this week? How have you been blessed? Well, I think... Definitely for me, I am a warm weather person. I My mood changes with the weather. So this past week with the heat and the sun, oh my gosh, I've been living it up. I've been having a blast. So I think it's got to move up for everybody that, yeah, that enjoys that. <laughs> yeah, huge blessing. It's those little things and just something as sweet and simple as a beautiful day outside mm-hmm. makes all the difference. For sure. Yeah. It also, again, makes me very ready for summer. <laughs> me too. Like, I'm ready for it to warm up. I'm ready for it to be beautiful outside and just yep. enjoy it. Cannot wait. Awesome. So I got to hear this testimony when we were getting ready for the Life Team retreat, for the Summit retreat. Yep. Um, and really, I mean, <laughs> I got to hear you share it the first time and was pretty blown away. Um, <laughs> again, just your maturity and already your willingness to to really be patient and listen to what God has planned for you. And not only to be open to what he has planned for you, but to act on that, mm-hmm. to... Um, Allow yourself to trust him and then just say, okay, God, whatever your plan is, let's do it. Let's yep. do this together. Yeah. So I'm excited for people to hear your testimony. So Isabella is going to share her testimony with us and then we'll chat a, a little bit about it okay. afterwards. So whenever you're ready, let's hear it. Awesome. So I know we've all heard that this past year has been a rough one. And you might be thinking I'm referring to COVID, which, yes, that has been a major factor. But it was especially stressful for the seniors who've had to apply to colleges, write essays for scholarships, and then ultimately make the decision on where they want to go. Last summer, entering my senior year, I had no idea what I wanted to be. 
sure I've had some ideas. I'm a fairly artistic person, so I was drawn to website design, possibly animation for Disney or Pixar. Then I somehow landed on marketing, and I feel like at some point everyone thinks about marketing. I think it's because it sounds like a stable degree to have. At least that's why I wanted and thought it was a good idea. But at this point in my life, my relationship with God was lukewarm at best. I thought I had everything in control, and I was doing perfectly fine at planning my life. But then I changed my mind again. Besides business, what's another really popular stable degree? Engineering. I was better with numbers than I was with words. And also, like you know, I was ridiculously obsessed with Star Trek. So it seemed fitting to claim that my goal was to become an aerospace engineer and work for SpaceX or NASA. When I set my mind on something, I become determined to get what I want, which I've learned isn't always a good thing. You may think you know what's best for you, but like Proverbs 16.9 says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. If only I had stumbled about that first back then. Anyways, here I am applying to five schools, some in Florida, some here in North Carolina, all for aerospace engineering. But I had absolutely no idea which I would choose, considering I got accepted, of course. Now, I decided it was time to start praying. It's always when we need God that we call on him, right? Please, Lord, help show me where I should go, point the way, make it clear. I'll trust you and follow. It's here I imagine God was looking down on me and chuckling to himself, knowing I had no idea what was to come. It was Thanksgiving 2020, and I had already submitted my applications, was talking to my mom. She asked me, so what happens after you graduate? What kind of job will you get? Looking back, I see how the Holy Spirit worked through my mom to force me to look within myself and see the reality of the situation I had put myself in. Upon graduation from college, I would get a job, sitting at a desk, looking at my computer, analyzing numbers all day for some project. Now that may be appealing for some people. We definitely need those people if we plan on reaching Mars. I just couldn't see myself being one of those people. Have you ever noticed how some kids have a skill or interest that just seems implanted in them? It's like God's little gift to us, which we can nurture or ignore. Mine just so happened to be watching cooking shows. I would rather watch America's Test Kitchen than a cartoon. I don't know exactly what sparked the interest, but at 9 or 10, I decided that one day I would own a bakery. Made a menu and everything. But as soon as I grew older, I strayed away from this dream because people told me it wasn't realistic or I wouldn't make much money from baking. But that love for baking never left. It has always been there. So when my mom asked me on Thanksgiving what it was that I really wanted to do, I said I wanted to become a pastry chef. It was nerve-wracking. I had told everyone I was going to become an engineer. My grandfather and father are both engineers. They were proud of me for following in their footsteps. What would happen if I decided to change my mind? But you just have to let go and trust God. And I know it sounds cliche. I'm sure you've heard it a bajillion times, but until you actually find yourself giving up that control, you realize there's no other way to describe it. I applied to Johnson & Wales University, a school known for their culinary program, located right in uptown Charlotte. If you've ever done a puzzle, you know that feeling when suddenly you can see where all the pieces are supposed to go. And it just gets easier and easier, like all of them are falling into place. That's how these past couple of months have been for me. I got accepted to JWU with a scholarship. Now, I played volleyball all my years of high school. Never imagined I'd be playing in college. But my coach encouraged me to reach out to the coach at Johnson & Wales, yet another person Jesus placed in my life to push me in the right path. 
That was back in November, when I was still blinded by the whirlwind of my own control issues. She said that there wasn't a spot for me at the moment, but to reach back out in March. I forgot about it. I was like, okay, it's not meant to happen. However, like 2 Peter 3, 8 through 9 says, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Sometimes you have to be patient, a skill I struggle with. God used this as a learning lesson for me to develop. She reached back out, she reached back out to me at the beginning of last month and offered me a spot on the team if I still wanted it. There's nothing that God cannot make possible. Through one of the most stressful times of my life, relationship with God was tested and strengthened. I challenge the listeners to take whatever stresses you have going on in your life and just lift them up to him. Let him realize and relieve you of that burden. Your job is just to pray for his intervention in your life. And I have one more verse. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 6-7. So good to hear it again. Isabella, thank you for taking the time to write this. Thank you for having the courage to share it with us. And it's a gift. It's a gift to be able to hear other people's stories and to hear how God is working through others. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. And I think when I heard you say this the first time, and it struck me again is, again, not only were you able to listen to God and trust him, but it takes a lot of courage to change the plan, especially like you said, like you had already told your family, yeah, this is yeah. what I'm going to do. Like, check, I've got it figured right. out. We're the best feeling in the world to be able to check that box off. Exactly. And yet you had the courage to say, you know what, like maybe this really isn't what I want. Maybe this isn't really what's going to bring me joy in the long run and to be open to, to what it is that God uh, had in store for you. Yeah. Um, and so like you've mentioned, one of the ways that um, – we can even be in tune to what it is that God wants for us or what he's trying to say to us is through prayer mm-hmm. and spending time with him. And you really emphasize that we need to be turning to him in prayer, bringing our anxieties to him, bringing our worries, um, bringing the plan that we think yeah. we have perfectly set for him. Right. So what does prayer life look like for you? So since the beginning of this year, I actually started reading my Bible daily and it became a form of prayer that I like really enjoy because I found God would respond to my questions through what I was reading. And I just was, it blew my mind because you heard it before, like, okay, the Bible's alive. But I didn't really understand that until you started reading every day because I'd be having conversations with my mom, like casual things, asking her a question. She's like, you know, I don't really know. That's like that next day or that same day, I would read a verse exactly tied to that conversation. I was like, no way. I was like, what? <laughs> this, this is unreal. So I think that's my new, like, favorite form of prayer because it really feels like God is communicating with you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I think about how, you know, like we really we want to be able to hear his voice. We want to be able to have a conversation with <laughs> right. him, but like he's already given, he's given us all the answers. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. we've had these conversations with him. That's beautiful. Um, so when you pray with your Bible, do you like, what's your system? Do you do Lexio Divina? Do you like go through a book? Do you just kind of randomly go for it? Like how did, how do you build that habit? Yeah, so I choose one book that I focus on, and I have a pink highlighter and a pink pen, and I highlight the word, like the sentences or words that just like stand out to me that like I could go back and I see that highlighter. I'm like, okay, I need to read this because this is something that God wants to share with me. And then I underline things that just stand out or like important 
And I just stick to one book and I try every day to just read one chapter because I feel like if I overwhelm myself, then I'll kind of strain and be like, okay, I read three chapters yesterday. I don't really need to read one today, but just a little bit each day is just, it's just right for me. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that though. Like one <laughs> chapter that's doable, mm-hmm, right? Exactly. You're not going to get too discouraged, but mm-hmm. it's just enough that you, you are fulfilled and nourished. And I love that you highlight it in your life. <laughs> You've got to have your own Bible so that yes. you can do that, whether it's sticky notes or being able to actually write in it. Oh, yeah. And then, um, like, you writing just, like, little words, like, that what he says to you, because, like, things come up into your mind as you read, and it's like, write that down so that next time you go back to look at it, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. That's you right. You can actually see answered prayers, too, mm-hmm. that way. Yep. That's beautiful. I love that. All right. <laughs> this might be a little bit of a tough question, <laughs> but what do you think the Lord is teaching you about trust right now? Well, I would say that I'm a fairly independent person and I do like working in teams and groups, but I do trust myself to get the job done like <laughs> over other like if people. If you want it done right, do it yourself. <laughs> exactly, <kind of> <laughs> exactly. But I realize that this lack of trust with other people kind of also would transfer over into my relationship with God, like not having that trust with him. And so, you know, when like I don't usually plan ahead, but like with college, I did. And obviously we see how that turned out. Like you can't, you can't just put the trust in yourself. You have to trust in other people. And I just, I think that he kind of gave me a path that looked dangerous and uncertain. And I was like, I don't know about that one. Yeah. But you know, after going down, I was like, okay, this is, this is great. <laughs> this is perfect. That's awesome. Yep. So you're going to have to remind yourself of that down the oh road my gosh. too, right? For sure. Trust is one of those things. It's not like we're you know, we, we have multiple opportunities to trust mm-hmm. the Lord throughout our life. Yeah. Um, I love that you're so like on fire to, <laughs> to bring Christ to others. That's huge. Yeah, it's, uh, it's my favorite thing. Bring people to life teen, all that. Oh my goodness. That is it's, true. It's right. So I was gonna, that's, that was, okay. So that was the next question I was going to have is how do you do that? And that's definitely one way you do yeah. it. So you're really good at that personal invitation of just like, just inviting people, bring mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> you guys make it a perfect environment. Yeah. Nobody feels left out. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Where the church is universal, right? So exactly. we want everyone to have that opportunity um, to always feel welcome, to always be feel a part of this community. I love that. All right. Is there any advice that you would give uh, to our teen listeners? And what I was curious about is especially if it's something that like you wish somebody had told you. So I was thinking about this and I was it's actually some advice that someone did give to me. And when I was going through a hard time and I felt like it was going to last forever because we've all felt those things, those had those times before. So they told me that they knew it felt like the end of the world at the moment, but to give it some time and things would work itself out. And lo and behold, she was right. So sometimes you just have to be patient and allow your life to sort of work itself out while the only stable, because the only stable thing in your life at that time is God He's not going anywhere. He's there. He can be your anchor when you feel like you're drifting and you have no control and you can't grasp like anything going on in your life. You just have to stick to that one thing. Just just stick to God and not allow what's going on around you to sweep you up in that chaos because yeah. that can happen so easily. So it's just something I still have to remind myself about that conversation, that advice. I'm like, okay, Yep. Look back to that time. I got through that. I can get through this. Absolutely. Yeah. He's the constant. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's great advice. And it makes me think about, um, you know, the, the Bible story where <laughs> Jesus is inviting Peter to step out of the boat oh, yeah. and he's scared because there's a storm going <laughs> right. on. So like, who wouldn't be a bit frightened? And Jesus is standing on the water and Peter does fine until he takes his eyes off of Jesus mm-hmm. and he's focused on the storm around him. And that's when he starts to sink. And 
That's a perfect connection. Right. So but that's how it feels in our own lives, right? Yeah. Like when we lose focus of him, we're focused on the storms around us and that is chaotic and it is mm-hmm. um scary. It or, is you know, and there's there's a there's a lot going on there. But <laughs> how do you think that let me throw another question at you. How do you think that we stay focused on him? What does that look like to like actually be able to stay focused on God during those storms? I would say to take a step back and Get yourself in a quiet space away from everybody, away from just by yourself mm-hmm. and sort of give yourself that time to think and self-reflect because it's something we don't really want to do sometimes. You're like, I don't really want to analyze myself and what I've done <laughs> and where I'm at in life. But I think giving yourself that silent time to really think and reflect and God will speak to you during those times. Like, I feel like that's the time the most when you're by yourself and alone that he reaches out. So much good wisdom today. I hope that like when you're listening to this, I don't know, you're able to enjoy some sunshine and take a walk outside and just listen to these words of wisdom with Isabella. This has been so good. Um, okay, so last question I want to ask you and then we'll move on to rapid fire. What is the biggest takeaway that you want people to remember from your story? I think that it would be don't feel bad for taking the time to explore all your options and that you're not going to be hurting anybody's feelings by double checking and making sure you're certain about a decision or commitment because that's one of the worst things is to have regret. So I feel like don't feel bad. (laughs) Don't feel bad for making sure it's right for you and that you're confident and you're comfortable. So. Okay. For sake of this, not being a super messy episode, (laughs) we just had a side conversation with the lovely Avery Utz and she brought up the great point of, cause I said, man, don't you wish that someone had shared that advice with you when you were a senior in, in high school? And she said, I wish that somebody had asked me, are you sure? Like, are you sure? Which is exactly what your mom did. And, you know, you said like, I I don't know where I would, where I would be had she not asked that question. That one question. It's crazy. But also kudos to you for listening to that because you could have blown her off. Like, that's why I say like, it's still such a testament to you that you had the guts to change the plan and the guts to listen to what, uh, where God was pulling you in a different direction because you could have been like, no, mom, <laughs> we are sticking with engineering. Yes. This is the plan. This is what I'm doing. Like, yep. safe. I, ex- yeah, I have <laughs> this figured out. And you took, you did, you took the risk yes. of finding so that joy. <laughs> yeah. And what's, what's right for you. That's beautiful. Oh, so much good stuff today. <laughs> um, okay. One thing I didn't ask at the beginning, you're going to be a pastry chef. Yes. What do you want? What's like one of the best things that you've made? Oh my or gosh, like, is there something of- that, like is really challenging that you haven't made yet that you want to. That's so funny. So this past week I've been like making different stuff, right? I made creme brulee for the first time, <gasps> which was creme brulee is like <laughs> so good. But did you get to use like the torch? Oh, I didn't have a torch, so I had to use the oven, the broil <laughs> on the oven. Which trust me, I was very upset. I was like, parents, like we need to get a torch. This is not gonna work for me anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> can't work under these conditions. <laughs> And then a couple days ago, I actually made this chocolate souffle and I have never had souffle before. And I was like, I actually don't know how this is supposed to taste or come out, (laughs) but that it was like, "Mm, that was good. I think that was, I was top, top five right now. Oh man. Okay. Anytime you like want a taste tester or you want to like try some of those at Life Team, I think we could help you out. I think I'm going to do that next time I come. Yeah. We could help you out. That's beautiful. (laughs) Love it. All right. Are you ready for some rapid fire? I'm ready. Go hit me. All right. Favorite saint. Joan of Arc, St. Joan of Arc, because I know, I know it's, it's, <laughs> it course. is my small group, but then that's your small group. It is my small oh, group. How cool. Yeah. Awesome. And that's why I was like, Oh, 
check, but also <laughs> she's just insanely awesome. Like she's a warrior she's a woman. Babe. Like going to fight off and like, oh my goodness, like who could who who could be better than that? Yeah, talk about something with courage. <laughs> oh yeah, for Saint sure. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, what is your current worship jam? It's called "I'll Keep On" by NF, and so a lot of his songs are really powerful. But I was going through my worship playlist and I was like. Ooh, this one stood out because it actually kind of tied in today with the message of like trust. And it was like, I, it was, it just, I listened to it again. I was like, wow, this is exactly my testimony. This is my oh, testimony cool. song. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's what you need then. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. You're going on a road trip. Where are you going and what snacks are you bringing? I'm going to take my friends down to Key West and oh, very nice. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to, we're going to go hit the beaches and, oh, and then I think I'm going to have a cooler filled with, these jaritos, which is like the colorful Mexican drinks, I don't yeah, know, yeah. like with the jugs on them, and then some like sweet tea, and then food wise, I want I want Cliff bars, I want some prepackaged sandwiches, and then a ton of chips, like <laughs> ton of ton of chips, and I think that that's gonna be the perfect road trip. I think <laughs> my favorite is the prepackaged sandwich. Pre-pack- Do you know how satisfying it is when you're hungry on the road and you just pull out that <laughs> Ziploc bag and you're like, yum, heaven well, on earth. When you're going to the beach, you have to have good food. Ooh, so yeah, love it. All right. <laughs> Um, I mean, we've talked a lot about this, but what do you feel the Lord is speaking to you recently? I'd say recognizing my faults and not looking for approval from anyone else but him. Like, I don't need to measure myself by what everybody else is measuring themselves by. Like, I just need to look to him and be like, okay, God, what do you want to see when you see at me? Like, if I looked at myself through his lens, what would I want him to see? So kind of trying to do that every once in a while. (laughs) That's amazing. I think we all could do that every once in a while. <laughs> all right. If you could ask Jesus any question, what would you ask? So I feel like a lot of people probably have said this before, but I'd ask if pets can go to heaven because <laughs> some people are like, they don't have a soul. They can't go to heaven. I'm like, nah, I'm going to believe that like, they well, go to heaven. Be there, so. <laughs> and I, I, want, I want some confirmation, but I'm pretty sure Jesus is with me on this one. I think there's pets and I think pets can I go to heaven. We'll find out, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do you love most about being Catholic? I'd say having a solid foundation in history that goes far back, like a lot of traditions, because I think our traditions kind of make us unique and they kind of strengthen our tight-knit community. Because when I meet someone new and I find out they're Catholic, I get so excited and I instantly feel closer to them, even though they're some like a stranger. I'm like, oh my gosh, we share so much in common. And I think that's just, that's such a good feeling. That's, I, I really appreciate how you worded that, that I haven't heard it like that before. And it's so true. Like you meet someone and they say, oh, like, oh I'm Catholic too. And you're like, boom, like it just like opens up all yes. these doors, all these conversations. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Well, Isabella, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank it, you so much for having me. It's just such a joy to be able to hear your experience and your faith. And you're already so strong in your faith, which is like truly thanks be to God. It's just mm-hmm. really, Amen. really wonderful to see that. Um, but I appreciate you making the time just to like prep for today and to be here and to keep being just like the beautiful, joyful example that you are thank for you. for St. Matt's and for Life Teen. So, so thank you. All right. You ready to close in prayer? I am. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, thank you for this day that you've given us. May you continue to guide each of us along the road of discipleship and remind us often that we are not alone, that you are with us always. Thank you for Isabella. Teach us to be open to your will, Lord, to recognize you speaking to us through those around you. Teach us to trust in you more. We lift up these intentions to our Mother Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much to everybody that has been joining us each week and listening. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram at stmat underscore ym. And you guys know the drill. If you have any suggestions, feedback, topics that you want to talk about, questions for Isabella, you can send us an email at podcast.stmatthewcatholic.org um, or check out our podcast page on our St. Matt's website. But I hope that you all are having a good week. I think when this airs, we will still be in the season of Lent. So Ooh. we are getting closer to Easter. <laughs> I know that uh, we're praying for you. We're here for you. And hope you have a great week. Bye, you guys.